Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, and I am joined by Jamie, Joe, and Dan. Hello. What a boost. I'm at my trouble, Chief. It is a full house. How are we? It, it is a full house, to be fair. Yes, Dan and Joe, you have returned. How was your holiday? Man, holiday, was, holiday was amazing. Yeah, we went to the Budapest. We were seeing George Ezra everywhere. But yeah, holiday was really good. Is that in yeah. Hungary? That is in Hungary. You guys I were right it. in the last... I, I, like, knew, I, I knew, knew it. You, he wasn't right. <laughs> like you, Taryn, we actually, we actually listened to the pod. So we heard you trying to guess where Budapest was. Did you have a lovely time? Let's ask the age-old British question. How was the weather? Beautiful. They oh, rained slightly. Day one, it rained slightly. Day two, it was good. It was the spa day. And day three was the museum day. 25 degrees, had the shorts on. Can't complain. Lovely goulash. Was there a um, golden grand piano, my beautiful Castillo? Look at Probably. Probably. You're just Googling. I am. I've just Googled the lyrics. I don't know. He's just told me George Edwards. My beautiful Castillo, you. Did you oh, give me you? one good reason why I should never make a change? I did, yes. I'm good. I am and, glad. Yeah, because he's back on the pod this week. We're all there. And and how was everybody's weeks? Really good. So far. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, travelling traveling to and from Cardiff every day, but I get to work with a wicked team. Um, lovely time. Yeah, really enjoying myself. Good. Can't complain. And I'm thoroughly wrestling. I'm thoroughly sports entertained, to be honest, Aaron. Lovely. No, I am glad. It's been um, it's been one of them weeks, hasn't it, everybody? Hasn't rainy, it, indeed? Rainy, yes. rainy, sad, sad. But we are here yeah. for your weekend entertainment, for all your podcasting needs, to talk everything Grapple Cast. Good. So we should probably stick to the old wrestling then instead of listening to me bore everybody off about how terrible, terrible my week has been. I'm sure it's um, fine. You had a it's picture on of the Taco words. Bell you had Taco Bell picture off Jamie earlier. Where was going to be? I did. Jamie tried to brighten my spirits up by sending me a picture of Taco Bell. That just made me worse because I wasn't at Taco Bell. Six so I could only Aaron see you'll be there. Is that how long it is until the next game? Is it a Black Tuesday night or Tuesday, next football Saturday game? next week, yes. Lovely. I've just realised I've locked myself in my bedroom today, a different room as to where I'm normally And no one record. else is in the house and the baby's crying. <laughs> no, Karen's been... in a dobby corner. He's being put to bed now, and I've locked both the cats in the room with me, so they are going to absolute destroy the shit out of my bedroom door. They are trying to get out. So if I disappear momentarily, it's because I've had to throw the cats down the stairs. That sounds, that sounds like a right catastrophe. Christ. Yeah, and it's <laughs> this point of the programme, ladies and gentlemen, where we have to start talking about wrestling because we can't be putting up with shit like that. Um, Dan, I throw a question to you. Well, I throw a question out to everybody. Joe, you can join Ooh, in. My, I, I... Perfect, my perfect Sunday is a walk <laughs> along the beach. <laughs> Christ. Um, I, I, I specifically put it to Dan and Joe because I do not think Jamie will be able to tell me. However, Jamie, you can. You can go first. Oh, Jamie, I this. Jamie, who... Have you watched Raw? No. Go on, carry on. <laughs> who is Stephanie Newell? Of course I know who that is. Stephanie no, I've asked Newell. Jamie. I've asked Jamie. Who is Stephanie Newell? Well, what He's do you want Googling to know about it. her? I just want to know who she is. Who's Stephanie Newell? 
Stephanie Newell is George M. Bodman Professor of English at Yale University, according to Google. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> no, I don't that's think it is that one. <laughs> no, it is the Welsh firecracker from the Welsh Valleys, Tegan Knox. It certainly is. And the only reason I ask is because... Oh, we have, you've already told me this, haven't you? I think I've already told you. And you yeah, still didn't even get it right. For fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah. Um, friend of mine, my friend, she went to school with Stephanie, with Tegan Knox. She was telling me all about her. She knows her quite well, knows what sports team she was on, all that she kind of stuff. So I thought I'd just throw player. that in there. Well, that yeah, means you go to school Has she got a phone number? Shall we get her on the pod? Well, I've made, a, I've made a coffee, actually. I've, I've made her a coffee. And on my last day working in the coffee shop, um, I got given an autograph of Tegan Knox. And she was called Nixon Newell. Well, there we go. So Dan and Joe have met Tegan Knox. My friend went to school with Tegan Knox. And me and Jamie have heard of Tegan Knox. And I've never seen Tegan Knox wrestle. <laughs> no, you haven't. I, you've at least seen when? her on, on screen. The, ro- the Royal Rumble. The you have. She's in the Royal Rumble. Was she? Fair enough. All right. Yeah, number 21 <laughs> in the 2020 Royal Rumble, and I'm sure she was in last year's Rumble. You've seen her in two Royal Rumbles. She was in last year's Rumble. Well, sure there we was. go. What a time to well, be. I've seen her, seen her wrestle. I've seen her wrestle. She wrestled Kimberly in the Neon in the main event. It was that event I told you about that you said that Eddie Kingston and all of them were at. They were in the main event. Kimberly, is that like Sting, where it's just one word? No, no so Kimber. Kimber. No, I'm joking. <laughs> It's the twist of the words. So so you've seen her at the Neon in Newport, and now she's on Monday Night Raw every week, earning trillions of dollars. Not quite, but making more than she did at the Neon. She had a backstage segment defending Natalia on Raw. I mean, what more do you want in life? (laughs) We've all got to start somewhere, and it starts with Natalia. (laughs) It does indeed. Um, So... This week, you mentioned earlier, Dan specifically, and I'm sure, Joe, you watched it as well. Everybody was very sports entertained with the season premiere, the premiere of both Raw and SmackDown. Are you ready? You know what, Taryn? I'm a big fan of your your dad. I'm a big fan of your dad. That's what Nick Aldis said to Dominic Mysterio, and then he turned his back on him. He proper negged that boy. Let's start, let's start with SmackDown then. So, yeah, so as as you rightly say, we have the debut of Nick Aldis. He is the new general manager of SmackDown. What I found most entertaining about the whole segment was not no the fact that Nick Aldis came Because no one knew who he was. Well, the people that care about the product and watch it know who he was. The majority didn't. At least we all did. But the bit that entertained me the most was the fact that when he said to um, what's his chops, the bold headed chap, watch Adam, Adam, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce, that's the boy. Two time yeah. NWA world champion Adam Pierce. That's the boy. Um, yeah, you've you've got a promotion. Triple H said to him, "You've got a promotion. You are now the general manager of Monday Night Raw. That must be the only promotion I know where you go from running two shows to now running one." He was running wow. two shows, and his promotion is you now only running one. What great storytelling! Well, no, if you if you um if you pay attention to his uh, linear story in uh, 2013, if you watch Breaking Ground, he was in the background on NXT as a producer. He then made his way onto the main roster, helping be one of the many officials on Raw and SmackDown, along with other names like Kenny Dykstra and the Hurricane Shane Helms. And now he's not a WWE official backstage who generally makes the occasional match. 
That has to be approved by Triple H. He's now the general manager of Raw. He can help with drafts. He can announce stuff. He can just say, you know what? I don't like you, Rhea Ripley. You're in a fatal five-way match like he did on Raw. So he has had an ascent from the bottoms of NXT, and now he's the general manager of Raw, just like greats like Paul Heyman and AJ Lee. Well, greats like Paul Heyman, I agree, yes. Um, Joe, Nick Aldis then. He has debuted on SmackDown. NWA world champion. TNA world champion in the reboot, the 2008-2009 reboot of Gladiators, Gladiators, the terrible Sky One reboot. I will say, however, Gladiators is back this year on BBC One. It's already going to be a hell of a lot better. Um, And it's back in in the Sheffield Arena where the original 90s series was. But um, The Steel City. I would say the, the majority of people knew who he was. Your casual fans, which are most fans that turn up to the arena shows these days, because let's be honest, his kids didn't know who he was. But um, it's good for us who know him. It's good that I, you know, that he's on a WWE TV screen, albeit not wrestling. And you alluded to it earlier, Dan, but I'll, you know, point the question to yourself, Joe, is that whilst people might not have known who he was when he, enter the ring he cut that promo on Dominic Mysterio about Rey Mysterio and got a massive pop and I think you know that solidified it straight away and people are going to be very much looking forward to seeing what he brings yeah I'm looking forward to seeing Nick Aldis as um, an authority figure it's a shame he couldn't be a wrestler but as you said like if you're like a massive wrestling fan like we are we watch everything then you know who he is but I like I don't know if he came in as just a wrestler and you're trying to like introduce him as a new character to the WWE audience. I don't know. I think you would have to put in a lot of work in. I think what he's doing now, like his stature, the way he like presents himself, does lend itself to an authority figure. So yeah, I think that promo role, like the however long it was, like five, ten minutes. Yeah, you know exactly who he is. You know exactly who he stands, what he stands for. And, you know, it was it was good. Putting the question out there then, for anyone to answer, is it a good thing that we've gone back to general managers for both shows? Taryn, it's not yeah. a bad thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> what you mean is my favourite Diamond Dallas Page, who I met, would say. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It is a good thing. It means that when we've got Survivor Series. They're fighting for Postman Pierce, so they're fighting for Nick Aldis, and they can reward them, give them spots in the Rumble title matches. They're surely not going to be going. Oh God, don't bring bragging rights back into it. They're surely not going to go to a Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series again, are they? Well, yeah, I mean Regal's not far away from coming back on WWE Tally. War Games, you know, the little five on fives. Why not? I was thinking that the other day. How long he's not been back in the WWE for a year already? Surely not. He's not going to be back in time to cut a War Games promo for November. I think probably I'm predicting him for Hall of Fame. I think him, Mickey James, with the Nick Aldis announcement. Obviously, Nick Aldis's wife is Mickey James. I think if we're calling it now, he's probably going to be a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. But I don't know. It's coming up. It's quite close. I think it was around December sort of time, wasn't it? Have you heard the rumours of Mickey James returning this week? No, no, I, I saw something, but there was clickbait, so I didn't look at it. What, what did it say? According to Meltzer and i.e. other different people and reputable podcasts and dirt sheets out there, it was discussed that 
they were going to get Mickey James in as the general manager of Raw SmackDown and Nick Aldis as the other and have a husband and wife team running both shows. I don't That's know how that would have worked. I think I prefer it how it is now. Yeah, me too. Would have been an interesting concept to see, but yeah. Right, she I, kept I think... the theme music. Hardcore country. Remember that Royal Rumble return with the Impact Championship. That that championship got a bigger pot when she, when she held it up. <laughs> hey, we're going to see that championship next week in Coventry. We're going to see it. Is it next week already when you're going? Next, next Saturday. Are we going to the HMV Empire to watch Impact? And then we're going to Samoan Joe's, a cocktail bar. Lovely. I am going to Manchester on... Friday. Jamie, did you not go to Manchester this coming Monday just gone to see I... Blink 182 or Blink 18-2 or Blink 182? Uh, 182. I'm trying to think of the rest of it. It's Blink 182. 182. Blink 182. 182. Yeah, yeah. Blink, Blink 182. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I went to see them on Monday. It was great. It was nice. This year, I have seen Avril Lavigne. I've seen Busted, and oh. I've seen Blink-182. What is this, the 2000s? Where is the Attitude Era? Just saying. How are they all still alive? Well, because they all started when they were young, the obviously. <laughs> they must be 90 right now, honestly. That was yonks ago. Well, you know what happens when you have all the small things. Oh, truth care, truth brings. He'll take one look. All right, um, shut up, otherwise I'll give you a fat lip. There we go, I got one in. That's some 41, but all right. right. Some some 41 or some 41? (laughs) Some 41, yeah, that's some 41. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to go see some 41 as well, but yes, fat lip is by some 41, Taryn. Yeah, dear God. Do you know another Blink-182 song? Yeah, that's a new one. Where are you? No, what's their... No, not that's their new one. I'm so sorry. No, what's the one they brought out last year? The girl all the bad guys want. No, about 20. Yeah, (laughs) we're just naming every other song apart from... um, Was it it not called Edging? The one that came out last year? He's called Adam Copeland. Black Parade. He's called Adam Copeland. Michael McElroy, Matt. Ed- yeah. No, it's called Edging, I'm sure. Oh, it was Rooftops, weren't it? You're having me on the you edge of my seat. You cannot <laughs> mention Rooftops today. We'll get banned. That was one of the best wrestling things ever, though. Jeff Hardy's video to Lost Profits Rooftops. It was like one we of the greatest mention- videos ever. We can mention the bands, but we can't mention anything else because that man ruined everything about everyone. That was oh, disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. But the song is a banger. The, song uh, the, other, the other um, Blink-182 song is What's My Age Again, if that's what you were trying to think of. You, no, I was th- just you're 37. What's away from me? You're 37, aren't you? Me? I'm 32, I'm, Jesus Christ. I don't Christ. know, mate. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm 33, uh, 33 <laughs> but my airline says 37 at the minute. It says 47, <laughs> Christ. Um, I can no, join I'm, you there, don't we? <laughs> I'm going hairline, to Manchester. Matt, yeah, your airline's decent. Someone said I was 24 the other day. I thought I'll take it. I don't mind. <laughs> Kenneth's brother surely is not 24. 24, well, what? Stone. And I'm probably the greatest detective in the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My name right. is Hercule Pagrock. <laughs> right, Stone, mate. <laughs> now, I am going to Manchester this coming Friday. Um, to, to see watch... some bread. 
to watch a British comedian, British comedian Peter Kay for our international listeners out there. So I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to the meal that I've booked beforehand because, put it this way, the wife's overtime money's going to come in handy because doing what? Why? Where do you think I'm going? TGI Friday. TGI Friday. Friday. £15 for unlimited wings for 90 minutes. I'm not that common. I can't. Aaron, I know some people. um, I know some people that you know as well. um, Mr Tipler. Mr. George and Mr. Lewis, who you know well, they actually went to see Peter Kay in Swansea. And they said that it is funny, but it's not as funny as you think it's going to be. Yeah, said, probably not. If you've watched his previous shows, I assume it's going to be very much the same as that. We're just going for the night out. It'll be the first night, proper night out away from the boy since he's been born, in the sense and that all he's you're sleeping over his aunties. Home, making sure he's okay. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> are you going to start? Are you going to start a garlic bread chant? Garlic bread. Garlet bread, garlet bread, garlic You'll walk bread. out and that's like the first thing you'll say. I'm here. You some garlic bread. <laughs> garlic bread. And start off like a wrestling chant in the arena. Um, no, we're going we to... We want garlic. <laughs> we want garlic. We're going to a garlic. fine establishment <laughs> that Bills? they also have in Cardiff. A very expensive one. Known Bills. for its uh, known for its drinks. Bills. No. Now for its cocktails. Bills. Don't be stupid. Girls on film. Last Iguana. Alchemist. The Alchemist, Joe knows. Oh. We're going to one in Manchester. Oh. So, um, yeah, it's so the only place I know nice where... The, juicy burger. It's the only place I know where the, a, a cocktail costs more than a three-course meal. Bills. Go to Bills. We're not going to... We've already booked it. We've gone to Last Iguana's. I won't get one three. Two for Next one time I'm about... I'm coming. I'm coming down to to work. I am at, at Christmas, so meeting oh. up with friends. So we, we'll go to Bills then. Why not? Yes. Um, I'm sure this is a wrestling oh, podcast. Babe. It's just because you mentioned that you were going to TNA next week, and that's in Sheffield. You said Coventry. Coventry. I'm, I'm not listening. Am listening. I? No. <laughs> Have they announced the card? The subject to change card. No, they've announced the talent that's appearing. People like Tommy Dreamer and Rhino, the Rascals. They're going to be there. Um, so South Wales subculture. Not that I've seen Mark Andrews wrestle before. I'm looking forward to that. And you haven't else? seen him wrestle. I've seen Mark Andrews Let's wrestle years, years I, ago. I, of course I've seen. I'm, I'm joking. Of course I've seen Mark <laughs> Andrews wrestle. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you never know. We might see friend of the show Brendan White. He's just that pro wrestling chaos. He might show up. You never know. They're doing a lot of gut checks. We're seeing Leon Slater. Um, who else are we seeing? Joe Gail Kim. She's going to be there. Yeah. Let's have a look, see if anyone else has been announced. Yeah. Al- Josh, Al- Alex, Alex Shelley, Moose, yeah. Eddie Edwards, Diana Perazzo, oh. Kazarian, Brian Myers, yeah, Joe Henry. Yeah. What more do I Hang on, you haven't mentioned Grado. Yeah, Grado's going to be there. <laughs> I've already seen Grado, I've seen him in the tram shed with ICW. We've seen him at Wembley with AEW. Well, you guys saw him. Oh, we used to queue it up. We were getting our T-shirts and my uh, four beers for 26 quid. Honestly. Honestly. I mean... Wait until you get to the AO arena and look at those prices, Terry. What are they like? 8.50 for a pint. Not too much. 8.50 for a pint. I'll take a bottle. Are you allowed to take a bottle of water in? No, don't be silly. Don't be so stupid. It's only £3.50 for a bottle of water. 
£3.50 for a bottle of water. Yeah, I'm a sure that's what Mercedes paid for on Monday. Oh. I expect Three, to start at, and make a meal for yeah. that. And they have to take the lid off. Well, obviously, obviously. in case we might throw so, it to people. Yeah. So, Coke which, Coke like, and you don't just put it in a, uh, you know, like what you put the Coke in, like one of those. So she just put it in that. Coke is charge, isn't it? Coke is charge. You've got a kingdom yeah. of sweets there where it's like four quid per like hundred grams or in whatever. The arena. If you in go the into arena. Yeah, yeah. if you go into the kingdom of sweets, they start shouting Adam at you as you Adam. <laughs> Speaking of the kingdom of sweets, what about get ready for this segue? Oh. The kingdom of Saudi Arabia with oh. the bills. Oh crap, look at that. I'm should be professional. To the bill to crown jewel because we have had two matches announced so Whoa, far. The crown well, jewel jack. The potential the crown of three. jewel jack. Pretty the much three. three. We've got well one that I saw that was just randomly. Well, I say randomly announced. They have kind of been building to it. Basically, what happened on Raw and SmackDown, and then an interesting World Heavyweight Championship match. I assume there's going to be a Universal Title match. Hence the reason that Reigns is back, but to be announced at a later. Yeah. Game. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. Was that the third match you were alluding to? No. Any chance? Oh no. Did, okay. No, did the you other one? The did you not one, watch the biggest the boxing? Match. No, no did one you not watched watch boxing. With, it's, not uh, it's not even boxing. It's not even boxing. Joe Orton. It's not even boxing. So I, I didn't watch it, but my understanding is that you. the the Logan Paul fight, which he announced afterwards that he wants to face Rey Mysterio, did he not, for the United States Championship? Well, he said in his promo, he said, oh, hello, Mr. Ariel, how promo. are you? He said in his promo, he's like, you it know what, promo, I'm not finished not yet. Boxing. I want to I wanna go for the United States Championship next. I've beaten Rey Mysterio once before I'm at WrestleMania, and I want to beat him again. Rey Mysterio is in my sights, and I'm going to be on SmackDown this week. And then, and then Ariel Wawani said, oh, so you want to face the Mr. 619 Rey Mysterio? And then, then Rey Mysterio came out on X and said, well, you know where I am. I'm on every Friday night at SmackDown. <laughs> well. And that um, was literally what he said on X. And then he got interviewed yeah. at a baseball game and he said the exact same thing. He's like, like I said on X, uh, you know where to find me every Friday night on SmackDown. <laughs> You sound like um, <laughs> the water boy. <laughs> High quality H2O. My mama said, Captain Insano. Captain Insano. <laughs> that you logo. Like you need the services of a, of a, of a qualified water boy. <laughs> <laughs> the the logo Paul fight, my understanding is I didn't watch it, is that who the chap he was facing, did he, he get disqualified because he put him in a headlock or something? Like this is just. He wore a sleeper hold. It's a bigger pantomime than wrestling. If it wasn't bad enough, the Tommy Fiore KSI main event was a shower of shit from what I understand. Hence the reason I didn't watch it. This, this is worse than wrestling now at the minute when it comes to pantomimes and storylines. Hey, we're getting Jake Paul versus Wayne Rooney, apparently. I, I read that. <laughs> oh, no, don't, because I read that about five minutes before we started recording. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, you're all right. Thanks. At Old Trafford. Old He's Trafford. the manager of Birmingham City now. The Tom Brady's Birmingham City. Oh, God. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship. I feel this was very thrown together. I saw the promo on Rory basically said what's happened with Shinsuke is finished. It looks like Shinsuke is going into this promo with Ricochet fully. Um, 
also on the basis of the fact that then Drew McIntyre kind of came out and just basically said, yeah, I'm challenging you next, so be it. Did you see, uh, I was looking on Instagram and it came up with those, you know, those little eye-like emojis. It said, yeah. what's going on here? And it was drawing like an interview bit, but if you zoom in in the background, Drew McIntyre's there talking with Rhea Ripley. Well, they addressed that on this week's Raw. Oh. Fill us in, Dan. Not literally, I'm just had me too. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, Seth said, oh, Drew, what about this picture on the Tron of you talking to Rhea Ripley? And he goes, it's none of your business. You need to get the judgment there at your head and worry about me. And um, apparently Damien Priest isn't very happy with Drew McIntyre. He wants to beat him up. Rhea Ripley keeps saying, no, leave Drew alone. He's not our problem. So there's a bit of shenanigans that could be taking place at Crown Jewel. Maybe it's that he's going to get himself potentially disqualified. And Damien Priest is going to pick up the... The win with his briefcase, maybe they get a first title shot. Who knows? But it's addressed on Raw. Does he still have his sword? What if he stabs Seth Rollins with the sword so Damien Priest can cash in and pin him? No, he can't take it to... It is. He can't take it to reality. Oh, you can't take on a flight, really, can you? (laughs) They should have... I wouldn't be taking a sword to Seth. How did he get that through customs? That's what I'm saying. Like, If he comes out with that sword, whatever it's called, surely I'm going to call it. What is it called? Shitty the sword. Well, um, it's called. It's got after his mum, isn't it? Angela. Angela. Yeah, the sword. Like, if he, how does he get that through customs? That's all I'm he, saying. He just takes it on um, Vince McMahon's private jet. He doesn't have to go through customs. Then. Fair enough. Vince McMahon did. T- did he just say? Is that a new segue? Well, potentially. I endeavoured to try and change <laughs> it up. You know. Just as I was about to go to the women's match, I mean, you can go for it. If you want to chat about Vince McMahon, Dan, then go for it. What's the news we've heard involving oh, creative? Are you watching? Are oh, you watching? Are oh, you watching Vince McMahon? He's not watching anymore because Triple H is creative. Well, no, he's, he's too busy in his penthouse. We're going to like, like comb in his moustache. That's what he's doing. The This, of course, what Dan is alluding to is the news that has come out that and. The masters that maybe Endeavour have decided to remove, let's not say remove, but t- say Vince slowly step back away from creative. Not only is Paul Levesque, Triple H, heading up creative in full, but he's he is in sole in charge of it now. He's taking full ownership of creative. Joe, this is for the best, surely. Yes, absolutely. Like um, the Triple H era, I want to see from when he was in when the controversy came in SummerSlam last year like the last couple of months when Triple H was fully in charge like WWE became actually interested again like when Vince was in charge like I think we were discussing on this podcast like we were watching it but he was like kind of like through great team like I'm a WWE fan but like this is a, this just isn't very good and you know with Triple H in charge he's he's actually like put like the creative force back into it like he's like treating an XC. and I've got to give I've got to give AEW some credit as well like having another wrestling show out there on the same slot as like some of your shows you've got another alternative product out there you're not the only show in town now you've got to you've got to improve otherwise you know if you don't improve your show like everyone's just going to go watch AEW now instead wow. you know a lot a lot of former WWE fans I know just watching EW now and like but but now I think WWE's got a lot lot better and you know the shows now like every pretty much every pay-per-view now is really good quality I mean 
I know the not fastly the one before SummerSlam, we had a few grumbles with it, but apart from SummerSlam, every other one has been pretty good. So they are improving it, I think. Yeah, but who won? Who won the ratings roll last week? Off the top of my head, I want to say that NXT had about 900 and something thousand views and a Dynamite has 600 and something thousand off the top of my head. Is over the streak. What was the streak? The streak of it's been like over two decades since John Cena and The Undertaker have been on a show that hasn't got over one million views. Oh, yes, it's over. So I feel we do need to talk about this. (laughs) We need to talk about Tony Khan and his incessant tweeting. (laughs) It's starting to piss me off, and I don't even really care. So Obviously, Tony's very much on the ball when it comes to Twitter or X, whatever Elon Musk is calling it this week. Um, Elon Musk? Elon Musk. <laughs> what did I say? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Is that what I said? Yeah, it's yeah. Elon. <laughs> and it's because I'm too busy messing me. My mum's just driving video calling. Elon. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking I'll tell you why, because look, she's just written the word Eleanor. <laughs> so that's why I just said Eleanor. I was reading it at the same time. Elon um, Musk. Elon Musk, yeah, I'm going to call him Elon Musk for now. Elon. Um, these X's or tweets that he's putting out, they just seem very, very desperate lately to the point where he can't. I'm not saying admit defeat because, yes, they were beaten in the ratings, but as a wrestling fan, I don't care because I'll either watch both or I'll watch one or I won't watch any. I honestly don't care what the ratings are. I care what the ratings are in a sense that I don't want a show to get cancelled because we've said numerous times on this show we need healthy competition. We want both shows, both companies, both brands, whatever, to do well. So one tries to better the other. The product becomes better. It's as easy as that. But for Christ's sake, he does not need to tweet about everything and then try and find fault in something when, if you can use the word, he's been defeated. He's always got to try and one-up himself for AWN. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't even need a response. It doesn't even need a yes, we were beaten fair and square, whatever. He can either tweet, thanks to everyone who watched the show. It was a great night. Catch the replay or download it or whatever. And watch. Yeah, or he doesn't need to tweet anything at all. He can wait a couple of days until Rampage or Collision and say, don't forget to catch Rampage on Friday. Don't forget to catch uh, Collision on Saturday or whatever the pay-per-view is going to be on Sunday. He doesn't need these like low-balling shots that aren't working. Somebody back me up on this one because Jamie won't. Thanks, no, guys. Thanks, guys. No, I, I totally agree with you, Taryn. To be honest, sometimes it's better. If you haven't got anything good to say, you shouldn't say it at all. And maybe like you should just shut the hell up and let it let them have the win because they did win and NXT I watched both NXT was a better show hmm. it's easy as that Co- yeah. constructive as ever it was decent they, I did watch we it. had we had a bada bing bada boom battle royal booked I mean what more do you want we won um MJF and I don't know we obviously got Ricky Starks yeah, MJF's go. opponent is basically Jay White at the moment. He's stolen the title. Yeah, he stole the title. And then obviously there's a massive controversy with the whole role of quarters that's been going on at the moment as well. <sighs> yes. So I was debating whether or not we talk about this on the show. I'm going to say no, 
the reason I'm going to say no, of mm-hmm. course, is because of the current um, conflict at the moment, uh, the Israel conflict. Um, whilst, of course, I'm sure, as is all our conversations, they are constructive, they are thoughtful, they are non-offensive. I certainly don't want to um, get into a political discussion. Um, for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, there was a promo slash section segment on Dynamite where anything could be alluded to anything with what's currently going on and current religion, etc. that type of thing. We'll leave it at that. It's not for us to discuss. People much more qualified than ourselves will be able to discuss it and probably get in trouble for saying either the right or the wrong thing because guess what, guys? The internet. <laughs> Joe, you handled that perfectly. I think I did. I think I did. Put me on BBC News. Dope. I was going to say, put me on GB News. Don't. <laughs> Don't put me on GB News or, yeah, or if we get you on, TV. If we get you on BBC News, it means you're going to be on Strictly Come Dancing next year. That's my shit. Dancing the Samba, Luba Nunes and Cameron Cameron. There we go. And then go to the judges. Craig Revel Horwood. There we go. See? I, I could just be the... Yeah, probably. So, a solid, solid eight so every day. That was a dance disaster. <laughs> Darling. Why do I know this? <laughs> Joe, the other match that we didn't get on to before we went on multiple segues, just to get your thoughts on it, it this is very much a get as many women on the Saudi Arabia card as possible for Crown Jewel. Rhea Ripley defending the uh, Women's World Championship against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark and Raquel Rodriguez. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, um, it's always hard with the series because obviously not to get too big a little cold, but, you know, women's rights is a bit of an issue in Saudi. So I'm assuming I feel like this is another thing that we have to say. We won't talk about it, but... <laughs> um, how, can I, how can I say it? Oh. I'm trying to say it the nicest way I can say it basically so it would be a good match but obviously they've got to all come out in the body suits haven't they because they're not because of the, in the religious the body suits. The, because of you know the, their religion over there they're not you know women in that country aren't allowed to show a certain amount of flesh or whatever so I think it'll be fine but I'm not expecting much from it because of the country it's going to be. I'm in. sure they'll wrestle exactly the same, whether they were dressed like Liv Morgan or Goldust. I'm sure they'll wrestle exactly the same. That is very true. And, you know, it's, it's been, what, about four or five years now where they've started having women on the show um, wrestling. We've gone from, uh, you know, just a sing- well, just appearances from women to a singles match to a couple of singles matches. The fact it's progressive, it's progressive. We, you know, we've got did I mention five or six names? Then is it five? Five is yeah. a fatal five way, yeah. It's a fatal five way. There we go. We've got five women, um, in one match showcasing the women's division. It can only be a positive, um, yes, there are maybe, and, and I'm not going to name names, there are maybe people or persons or person within that match that you kind of think, well. I could take or leave that particular individual being in the match, but that's not what we're talking here. We're talking about the fact that, you know, all these women are getting to perform on a massive stage in a country that, let's be fair, doesn't have the best track record when it comes to 
women and women's rights. I think as much as there's controversy and the WWE get controversial comments and, and hate to an extent on the fact that they're even in Saudi Arabia, this could only be a positive. Yeah. I take mm-hmm. your silence as agreement. Thank you for the nod. I agree. Yeah. I agree, Taron. Very well put. I would like to throw yet another. This is not a Tegan Knox related question. I would like to throw out another question to you all. This is an open forum. We oh. discuss everything mm-hmm. bar wrestling most weeks. However, Bill Goldberg has been in the news oh. this week. This is what he has said. Bill Goldberg doesn't think today's wrestling is better than the product from his day. So, of course, we're talking the late 90s, early 2000s. So he has said he was on the Chicago Sports podcast this week. And he said the internal storylines, I don't think, are better. The characters I surely know aren't better. The guys that are doing their thing right now and leading the charge, they're doing a damn good job. They're just not deep. That's all. They just aren't deep. It's hard to have a couple of different people carrying the flag and be able to hand it off to a proper person and keep. I'm trying to be vanilla as possible here, but it's tough to have the depth. I think they're all lacking in that area. That's all. Period. End of story. I don't like getting into it. I don't like people talking shit. Well, he does like getting into it and talking shit because he's just said all that. So the question is out there. Ladies and gentlemen, is Bill Goldberg right in what he says? Finger poker to it's just subjective, isn't it? Like, I think the Attitude Era and like the nineties wrestling was like the most popular time of wrestling. There's no doubt that. Like, you could just look at the numbers, and you know, it's a fact. Like, it was the most popular time for watching wrestling. But we're in a different era now. Like, there's so many different forms of media. You've got YouTube, you've got TikTok, you've got whatever. There's so many different things to distract you from what you're watching. Like back in the nineties, you only had like a couple of channels. The internet didn't was in its infancy or didn't exist at all. Now you've got so many different like outlets to watch, you know, YouTube, whatever. That the product has to change because times have changed. So I don't. It's like comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, okay. Back in the nineties, it was a great time to be a wrestling fan, and the attitude era was great. But you couldn't do the attitude era now because most of the storylines in the attitude era, you probably get cancelled for them. So. It's a different time. You made a good point then, Dan, about the finger poke of doom. We can look at many different storylines, match types, um, controversial things. I mean, like the finger poke of doom that was it a work, wasn't it a work, all these types of things. That was very much in the Vince Russo period of WCW, which just so happens to be the period, of course, when Bill Goldberg, or or around that time, not the whole period, but around that time, Bill Goldberg rose to fame. Of course, Goldberg, most famous for his streak, um, famous for keeping WCW up in the ratings, squash matches galore, didn't need to be the best wrestler at all, um, because that's not what he was there for. He was there to dominate matches that lasted minutes, if not seconds. So, is it fair for him then to come out and effectively say, because, I mean, is he including himself in this? His character was better than what there is today. His matches were better than what there was today. Or, you know, or the wrestling in general was better than what it is today. Because I would argue 
very much like what Joe said, it, it's it is subjective. You could look at the 80s. You could look and say, well, the characters from the 80s were better than they are today. And to a degree, you could argue that you've got superhero characters. You've got wrestlers who, you know, portrayed people from working like Duke the Dumpster Drowsy. You had a clown doing the clown. You had re a repo man. The characters were funny. They were lives and life characters. So perhaps from one side of things, your characters are better. But when we're talking about storylines and wrestling one could argue that when it comes to the wrestling wrestling has never been better from a wrestling standpoint yeah i think it's you know opinions are like arseholes it's very subjective but you look at each of them like you've got like plenty the, of them i know plenty of them in that right yeah, jamie is that the actual <laughs> isn't it that we all have one <laughs> yeah but you <laughs> know you look at, subjective <laughs> you've got you've got um you look at storylines in the 80s, you had the Hulk Hogan and Miss Elizabeth, Macho Man, you know, they had some really good storylines around there. Then you're in the 90s and you've got the Attitude Era. So there were some really good storylines in WCW in the 90s as well. You know, we, there was a lot of shit in there, but there was a lot of really good stuff. But then you look in the 2000s and there was really good stuff with Evolution and all of the things that went on in the 2000s, same in the 2010s. And now we're in the 2020s. I mean, you look at the Bloodline storyline, you got loads of views uh, you know even the rock coming back for one week and having a promo segment with austin theory you know it's captivating audience and people are entertained you know people wouldn't be tuning in unless they were sports entertained pardon the pun so i think it's subjective for goldberg it's probably not his cup of tea what he's enjoying watching but with wwe and AEW, they've got something for everything they've got storylines for everything for everything i mean you look at AEW, they've got the mjf storyline um, you know, and with the Adam Cole, and then you look in WWE, you've got the bloodline, but then you've got some like you know Gunther going on a streak, and there are people going to topple him, and the little storylines going, you know, Becky Lynch having the NXT title, and she's giving opportunities to younger talent. You look all across the board, and there's something for everybody. But back in Goldberg's era, it pretty much they had the cruiserweights, they had the heavy hitters, they had stuff going on, but there was a little bit less to see on national telly. So. It's just Goldberg trying to get clicks and trying to get likes and trying to be relevant because he doesn't have a contract. He probably thinks he can get a nice little payday in AEW for saying a couple of little crappy words. But ultimately, I loved it in the 80s, 90s, 20s, 2010s and 2022s. I, I love it. In all, you know, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm always going to enjoy it. And there's always going to be storylines that I'm going to like. So it's just Goldberg spouting crap, to be honest, I think. Anybody like to add any more comments to that? before we move on to our end of show quiz. Lovely. That's what we think, Goldberg. <laughs> Who's got our quiz this week? Um, I have. Lovely. What do you, well, I say, what do you have for us, Joe? Let's have a quick look at the leaderboard. Dan I is wonder. flying away with it as normal on 12 points. Jamie's on nine. Quite how I've got four instead of 40. I don't know, but I'm on four. Um, Joe, you're on two. So, unfortunately, you can't try and gain any points no. on me today. Um, it'll be me doing the gaining because I'm no doubt going to win it all. So, what have you got for us? Okay, so I've got a 10 wrestling, just general just knowledge, 10 questions on wrestling. Ooh. I'm glad it's on wrestling, otherwise it'd be wrong podcast. Go for it. <laughs> Question number one. What was Nick Aldis's name in the UK version of Gladiators? Okay. Wolf. Can't that. <laughs> no. Okay. Question number two. What is Brian Pillman Jr.'s new ring name in NXT? Yeah. 
we we should have spoke about that actually, but maybe we will slightly just after the quiz. Okay. Uh, question number three: Ludwig Kaiser, Giovanni Vinci, and Gunther are part of Imperium, but what was Imperium called on the Indies? What was the what was the stable called on the Indies? You've asked this question four times in your quiz now. I'm bad for you from asking <laughs> this ever again. Okay. I no, I I, I thought he honestly was. I, I thought we had heard that before. Four times. I, I'm not, four times. I was going to say we're not going mad, are we? No. It's like uh, is this great? I can't remember. Well, I can't Joe, what's remember your favourite film? Stuff. What's your favourite film? Is it Groundhog Day? Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Back to the Future. What a quality film. Okay. Uh, question four. Which WWE Hall of Famer did Logan Paul challenge at uh, the boxing match for the US title? Lovely. I'm glad we spoke about that earlier. I'm on a clean sweep here. You're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. Rhea Ripley will be in a fate of five week for the WWE Women's Championship. But can you name the other four women in the match for a point each? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. It is Groundhog Day, isn't it? I haven't asked that one before. No, you um, haven't, but we spoke about true. it five minutes ago. Yeah. But it is true, you haven't. You have to. You literally have to give us like five seconds to write our answers down. There's five things we've got to write. I would assume okay. that it's just a point for all of it, is it, Joe, rather than a point each? Yes. Okay, question number six. Carlos Cologne is the real name of which WWE superstar? I mean, it surely has to be. It's got to be Kane. It's got to be Kane. That's, it's it's got to be Kane. Okay. Question number seven. NXT superstar Ariana Grace is the daughter of which former WWE superstar? That's an educated guess. Okay. Question number eight. What was Piper Niven's ring name on World of Sport? Oh, I think it's just one name, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I think I know it as well. It'll come to me. Keep going. Okay. Uh, question number nine. True or false? Adam Pearce is a former NWA champion. Oh, God. This is just... <laughs> <laughs> Have you been writing this quiz whilst we've been talking? <laughs> no, I wrote it before we... You were paying talk... attention. I hope yeah. you've got a tiebreaker. Yeah, I <laughs> You're going to need it when we all get ten, nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Uh, question number 10, what city was Fastlane held in? Okay, yeah. You can't even remember you two didn't watch it. Yeah, you did. Because there were so many famous in the front row and he played for a famous team. And he had a little spinny belt. That's how I remember. Yeah. Which, you didn't, which you didn't mention on last week's pod. How could you miss that? Yeah, Declan more McMahon. More important things to talk about than uh, Shane McMahon's son, yeah. <laughs> what, you mean the next in like to the... WWE Dynasty. Is he? Yeah, why not? Alright. Right. Is that what you've got for us, uh, Joe? Yeah, that's that's all ten questions. Lovely. Um, right, go for it. Right, question number one. Uh, Nick Aldis, Bob is Nick Aldis is the name of the UK version of Gladiators. Taron? I think it was Oblivion. Um, I got Oblivion. Jamie. Somebody's up at Magnus. That's, what his, that's what his wrestling name in DNA go. was, I think, wasn't it? Magnus. It was. At yeah. least it was right. <laughs> right. 
What is Brian Pillman Jr.'s new ring name in NXT, Jamie? Brian Pillman. Oh, thank God's sake. Sharon? <laughs> is it Lexus King, something like that? Ben? It is Lexus King, yeah. I think I Lexus read King, that... Yeah. Is Lexus his sister's name, I think, or yeah, something yeah. to do with his sister, and King has some sort of family connection that I can't think off the top of my head. Jerry the King Lawler. What? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Fair enough. I thought anyway. Question three. Ludovic Kaiser, Giovanni Vinci, Guns are part of their period, but what was the stable called on the independent scene, Dan? Groundhog Day. <laughs> no, it's Ring, it's Ring Camp. Ring Camp. Ring Camp. Karen, yeah. Yeah, Ring Camp. Well, Maybe. I hope so. Ring Camp. Okay. Groundhog, uh, if, any, if any of us gets that wrong now, then we are ending the podcast <laughs> permanently. We'll do a farewell show because after four times that's been asked. <laughs> I forgot I asked it to be fair. Question four times. <laughs> which which WWE Hall of Fame did Logan Paul challenge uh, at the end of his uh, boxing match, Taron? Rey Mysterio. I'm assuming everyone's got Rey Mysterio. Mr. 619, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, I'd just like to point out I have Rey Mysterio Jr., not Rey Mysterio. No, that's what he was known as in WCW, not WWE. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Go on, sorry, carry on. But yes, I have uh, Rey okay. Mysterio. Uh, question five, what was... Um, can you name Rhea Ripley's um, opponent in the fatal five-way matches? Jamie. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Zoe Stark. I have um, the same. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say, um, after five Three questions, minutes. I'm smashing this quiz. I'm smashing it. Yeah, I, wrote, I wrote this in work, <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, question five. Carlos Colon is the real name of which WWE superstar? Dan. Talito Caribbean Cool. Taran. Um, yes, it is Carlito. However, there also is Carlos Cologne, as in the seventy-five-year-old. Yes, <laughs> he well, never, he yes. never wrestled in WWE though. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. That'll do. But I did put Carlito. Uh, oh. I have Carlito. Yeah. Okay. Um, question seven: NXT superstar Ariana Grace is the daughter of which former WWE superstar? Karen. Oh, right, this might be where I get it wrong. Is it The Rock? No, that's Amy. Oh, who's that? Ariana Grace. I mean, I did also put The Rock because I had no idea who else actually had um, a daughter in NXT. So. Oh, it's Santino Morales. Santino Morales. Um, Ava Rain is The Rock's daughter. Ava Rain. No. Is she? Is she... It's nope. just Eva. Yeah. It's just oh, Eva. Yeah, Eva. Oh, She's right. Ray's make it, Ray. Um, is she still been wrestling or has she only done these like one or two appearances? She's only faced um, Ivy Nile in a tag team and um, on the house shows. No one knows then. Carry on. Uh, question number eight. What was Piper Ring, Niffin's ring name in World of Sport? Taron? Me again. Uh, Viper. Um, Viper. I also have the Viper. I don't yeah, have Viper. Viper. Yeah, Viper, yeah. Uh, question nine. True or false? Adam Pierce is a former <laughs> NWA champion. Dan? What could be? Uh, true. It's got to be. It's got to be Kane. Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, Taron, yeah. 
Sorry, yes, true. I was having a drink. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dan's got 10. ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, he's already <laughs> won now. Yeah. Uh, what city was uh, Fastlane held in? Gone down. What? No, what's Indiana. Dan got? Indiana, Indianapolis, <gasps> Indiana. I was going to say, it says city, and you've got Indiana. That's wrong. It's in oh, Indianapolis. It's well, you just heard me say Indianapolis, Indiana, didn't you? <laughs> but you wrote down Indiana, spelt wrong. It's only got one A. Uh, well, I got <laughs> I got nine because I put the rock. What? I got ten. What did you I, I had Indianapolis. Um, I got seven because I got Magnus, Brian Pillman, and the rock wrong. Oh, uh, that, did you have a tiebreak? You were just out of interest or not? Yeah, what yeah. is the attendance of Fastlane? <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be, what is the name of Imperium? <laughs> <laughs> uh, something like 14,500. 14,922. 14,529. 14,529. I only know because I wrote it down before the pod in case that was his tiebreak question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I literally wrote this in work when I was like, inspired five minutes. It's not a problem. Unfortunately for yourself, though, Dan gets the point, which puts him on unlucky 13. Yeah. Dan, where can everybody, all the wonderful people, find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cash Show on your Apple Music, your Deezers, and your Spotify. But you can also find us on the social media. We are on the Twitter, which is also now called X. We are on Instagram and the Facebook. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Can I just say you'll find no. us wherever you're listening right now. I, I mean, <laughs> you will. You will. That is a very good point. Just yes. scroll down. There's more episodes there. Well, I was going to say enjoy the rest of the wrestling week. What do we have? We've got Dynamite. Rampage, the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale tonight. I was going to say by the time our lovely listeners and subscribers and people who MJ has already retained it this year. Yeah, I was going to say by the time they're listening to this, this has already happened. So um, we will either say congratulations, MJF, or we will commiserations, be saying, commiserations MJF. <laughs> I can't be bothered to edit the ending specifically so you can listen to both. It's like a choose your own adventure story. Pick whichever ending that you want. In a world where happen. we live in now, MJF still has that diamond dynamite ring. Somewhere, somehow, in some parallel universe, even if it's not ours, he will have it. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. I will try and enjoy the rest of mine. Let's hope for a better um, time towards the end of the week for everybody. But, Jamie, if you would like to sign us off. I mean, I guess without further ado, I say chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. Ta-ra, guys. Bring it back!